Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. The Waco History Podcast is sponsored by Brotherwell Brewing on Historic Bridge Street in Waco. Welcome to the Waco History Podcast. We're going to air for you over the next few months a special series of Waco History Living Stories. Uh, these were segments that were originally aired on KWBU here in Waco. Uh, they were produced by the Institute for Oral History editor, Michelle Holland, and narrated by two fabulous narrators, uh, Louis Mazze and Kim Patterson. And so these highlight oral histories from the collection of the Institute for Oral History at Baylor University, which I direct, which has been around since 1970 and has over a thousand interviews related to Waco and McLennan County history, and we're happy to highlight those here. In this Living Stories episode, we learn about the interurban railways, uh, important electric forms of public transportation that were a big part of life uh, in mid-century Waco. Then the night came alive with gunfire. In the early 1900s, Texas enjoyed nearly 500 miles of electric interurban railways. The bulk of the mileage, about 70%, was in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. A line to Waco opened in 1913. Interurbans provided frequent passenger service between urban centers, setting them apart from what existing steam railway systems offered. Interurban lines were highly sought after, as Martha Howe recalls. My great-grandfather, W.D. Lacey, started the, uh, was instrumental in starting the interurban railroad that came to Waco. It was going to go in another direction, but he was very instrumental in getting it to come here. Howe remembers traveling on the interurban with her sister. When Florence and I were little girls, and I'm thinking 8 and 10 or maybe a little bit older, uh, Mother would take us down to the train station here in Waco, and put us on the interurban and pay the conductor five dollars and say you watch these little girls we had matching suitcases <laughs> and we wore little hats and uh, you watch these girls and when it when the train gets to the big union station in downtown dallas make sure they do not get off Keep, let them stay on the train till you get to highland park station and their grandparents will be right there waiting for them so, and we would go and spend like 10 days to two weeks in the summer. Mary Sindone explains how important the interurban was to the annual Cotton Palace. We had lots of visitors to Waco. Fort Worth had a day, Dallas had a day, but we had an interurban, an electric train that ran from Waco to Dallas and Fort Worth. And you could go for a dollar and a half a round trip <laughs> on the interurban. And a lot of that, all of those people would come in on that in urban. It was stationed, uh, the headquarters were stationed on 4th and Washington, 
And not only in urban, we're coming in loaded with people, you know, and then because they ran on the hour, every hour there was one leaving so they could go back home at night. There was, wow. But I remember the Fort Worth and Dallas days, oh, there was big crowds then. Uh -huh. They had huge crowds. Clay Street, I don't know, you know where Clay Street is. That is such a quiet street now. But you just couldn't go down Clay Street during the Cotton Palace. People were coming and going and coming and going. As highways improved and private car ownership escalated, electric interurban railways faded. By 1942, only two lines remained in Texas, which included the Dallas-Waco branch. But these finally succumbed in 1948, bringing an end to the interurban era. Thanks for listening to the Waco History Podcast. Like what you heard? Subscribe, rate, and review our show on iTunes so we can reach more listeners. You can find show notes and info on every episode at wacohistorypodcast.com and more info on Waco's past at wacohistory.org. Our theme music, used with permission, is Cross the Brazos at Waco, performed by the late Billy Walker. For more info on Billy's music, go to billywalker.com. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. This has been a Rogue Media Network production.